Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! How about that, Al? Right out here in front of the Coliseum, we are within, what, 10 yards of the stage where they're going to be having the rally coming up at noon. The people are already lined up directly behind us out here at the Coliseum. It is going to be quite a day as we celebrate the Rams Super Bowl championship. All right, you could feel the vibe, too. How cool For is sure. this? I think you said For that sure. you mentioned that you've never been to a parade before, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about this First yesterday. Uh, driving in here, you obviously got a ton of people that are waiting outside. You'll get this from 11 to noon, the entire uh, you can call it the Rams family work their way inside, and the then Ramily. we'll have this all, all, all in front of us. It is the Ramley. We are out here in force. They're getting ready to see all of the players come through here. I don't. Let, let, let's let's kind of do some logistics here real quick. Okay. If I declare my love for Matthew Stafford from here, will he hear me? Do I have to get closer? Do I have to get within like touching distance of him for me to make this declaration, or can I just? It's going to be the best chance you have. The best chance you have is today. Like if, if you're well, going sure. to, because but how close do I have to get? The stage is over there. He's not going to hear me from it's not there. Not too far. That's not too far. You're you're in good shape. You're in good shape here. Do I give a message to like uh, Austin Corbett? You're going to get kicked out. You're going to end up like, getting how, kicked out. Of how this do place. I do? Hey, can you pass Matthew a note for me? Can you tell him that I'm his biggest fan? You have to make sure that I want Matthew Stafford over here. I'm Travis. Something like that. That, that could work. work. That could work. <laughs> that it could is work. terrific. And it was funny. So coming up this morning. On all the, I don't, what do you call those things, the freeway billboards where they tell you about traffic and, you know, f- 10 minutes to this yeah. freeway or that, it's all Ram stuff. It's all, you know, you can get off here, you can grab a bus here to come on down. Downtown at the Coliseum starts at the Shrine at 11 o'clock. But the city, there's billboards up, all of the signage right around here around the area, all Rams, all Super Bowl championship. It just, it is a, it is a really exciting thing because oh, this is how... It's you supposed avoid to be what happened with the 49ers. This is how you build all of those things to have this generational fan base. But this is, you know, this is when I say this is what how it's supposed to be what I'm referring to is Dodgers won a World Series. They didn't get a chance to do this, right? Yeah. The Lakers won an NBA championship. They didn't get a chance to do this. So this is actually kind of one of the first signs of a little bit of normalcy in the sports world. We slowly started trickling fans back to, back into uh, arenas and stadiums. But to actually have a parade where, um, you know, we obviously didn't get that opportunity the last couple of years for L.A., that's what it's all about. So you, this is... As good as you felt on Sunday, you actually get to celebrate. Sunday, and I, you said this perfectly, how nerve-wracking it was, oh, right? Like the oh, actual game. It's such a great point. And, and even, you know, Mason, when Mason eventually gets here, the guy bought tickets to be at the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. What if you don't win that game, right? Like th- there's a lot that goes into the actual game. Today is literally just a celebration that you could kick back and enjoy. That's exactly right. That going into even the bus ride from the hotel to SoFi on Sunday. Yeah. There was this excitement for sure, but also the, the, the unknown. Like I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't yep. know if they're going to win this game. I don't know if he's going to play well or that guy's going to play well or how this thing's going to play out. And then it starts to play out in that way that, you know, we're deep into the fourth quarter and it, it's not looking great. 
this is and you have all of the negative emotions that go along with being a sports fan, right? Like, is it going to happen? Oh my gosh, what's it going to feel like if it doesn't happen? And then it does, and it's euphoria. But it's this relief as well. This is none of that. This is just a party. Like you wake up this morning, yep. it's like we're going to go party. We're going to go see our favorite team. We're going to go do all of these things. This is a very different experience, far more enjoyable. And then on you know Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. behind us, there's wine, there's beer. There's uh, food. There, wait, what? Isn't that how it's supposed to be? Oh, I don't know what you do on Wednesday mornings, but Wednesday mornings, this is how it's supposed to be. 10 a.m., you're supposed to kick back and just enjoy uh, enjoy all the food and everything else that comes with it. So he, he made it here just in time for the start of the show. That is some good timing, my friend, Mace. That's, that's how you do it. You show up, you just, Slee and I get started, and you just roll yeah. right in. Roll Perfect. right in. It was Perfect. not easy. It's it crazy out there. It was good. We were just talking about yeah. that. Yeah. Like coming off the freeway here this morning, this was a couple hours ago. There are people walking in. There are people very excited. There's people decked out in gear. Like, everything about this feels like how it's supposed to feel. Well, it, it's normal. It's real. It's it a is. celebration. You know, so I got into an Uber at the station or a cab at the station, drove over here. Everything's closed on the way. So yeah. every single road is closed. The best thing to do if you're telling people to come out here would be to avoid, you know, can't drive down Fig. Mm-hmm. you got to drive sort of on the side streets. I came up to uh, MLK That's... and then came back around, which seemed like the easiest thing to do. MLK was basically gridlocked when yes, I got off. Yes. And this was, like I said, a couple of hours ago. So the trains, maybe, however you want to get down here, it's already starting to fill up. Oh, it is. It I is. I don't know if you got a chance to see everything back here, but the people are already five, six people deep, and we're a couple hours away from everybody getting here it should be an unbelievable yeah I, I am so excited for it and uh by the way can we get can could we get better seats than we have this for ridiculous. this thing i mean yeah, I'm seriously the stage is right <laughs> it's crazy I was that's just, crazy i was just asking slee do you think that when i declare my love for matthew stafford he'll be able to heal me from here it, uh, it, it's possible you know it is possible you're right you're close <laughs> enough uh you know it's funny about matthew Stafford. it's such a great story uh Matthew Stafford and the fact that you know we we talked a lot about him during the course of the season and there was even you know that three game stretch we lost to Green Bay we were seven and four and I think I went on the air I think this exists somewhere on tape I have lost faith in Matthew Stafford boy is that stupid now (laughs) boy is that stupid but at the time it wasn't it wasn't at the time and I I think there's there's something to that I think that's been the that's kind of been the challenge for Stafford all season no matter what you accomplished in the regular season if you went through a couple of games that didn't go well, everyone was going to jump all over his throat. What's right. Stafford doing? Why is this? Why is that? How do you justify this? And then it's Matthew Stafford that makes the drive against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with 40, under 40 seconds left on the Comes clock. Comes back from 10 down. Against the, the 49ers. Yeah. It's Matthew Stafford that you're down four against the Bengals. This isn't a, hey, go get a field goal and then send the game into overtime. It is kind of crazy to see how it all, the the ups and downs of the season. I know there was much more ups than downs, but it was Stafford that led you to a lot of those wins. I'm sure this is unbelievable for him, too. It's almost never a straight line, right? You're going to have some moments where, ah, it's not quite working, but Go back to when they made the deal. You know, fortunately, yes. Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay just happened to be in Cabo at the same time. Yeah, they just happened to run into each other. Yeah, they so. just happened to decide that maybe this is a relationship that we'd like to take to a professional level. So, thank you for kismet and all those. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. But to make that de- that decision to say our quarterback's not good enough, we got to go change all of that, and then have it come down 
to the quarterback having to be yeah. the best player on yes. the field in the yes. moment. It does, it's not supposed to go like that. And that's exactly how it went to the number one wide receiver in the league. Yep. And then the best defensive player probably of his entire generation closes. The, those three guys were the reason that it went the way it did. It is like a script. You know, I, I know uh, you guys have probably heard the NFL uh, film sound that they had. Uh, Sean McVay was Mike. Aaron Donald's going to make a play. Aaron yeah. Donald's going to make a play. Aaron Donald's <laughs> And, you know, the thing he said before that was, what else would you want? Right. In other words, we've got the lead. We've got our defense on the field. You guys, what else would we want but to win in a situation like this the way we wound up doing it? It's funny because there are kind of defining moments you could look at, whether it's individual players or the defense as a whole. There were so many of these defining moments. I mean, the game against the 49ers after they took the, the lead by three, it was – all right, you've been in this predicament before. It was week 18 where the Niners drove down and oh, yeah. took the lead. But no, no, no. They're just going to end it right there. Aaron Donald's going to end the game. And then obviously against the Bengals as well. Everyone kind of had their moment. You know, That's a, probably the best way to put it. And that's how it has to get done. It can't be one individual. Everybody had their moment to, uh, think, to eventually win it all. Think about it. You're exactly right. It wasn't just the three – you had to go and get Vaughn. How many big plays did Vaughn Miller Von make? Vaughn Miller made two sacks pick, in that game. You pick him up in the middle of the season almost as a, eh, why not? <laughs> Let's go get him. OBJ, we're OBJ. not in the Super Bowl without OBJ. Not we would chance. not be there. Not a chance. I, yep. couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. And then he gets hurt, and now you're literally down to – backups because there's no Higby that Van Jefferson it seemed a little bit you know caught up in the moment and that day did not have his best game of the season yep. so you're down to Skoranek you're down to Hopkins you're down to Blanton you're down yeah. to these guys that you yeah. just typically don't rely on and then at the end of the game it's like you know what just throw it a cup. Forget all of that. Just, just throw, throw it a cup. Throw it a cup. Throw it a cup. And they found a way. Stepped up along the way. Yeah, it was amazing. They might as well just, just tell them to play. No, no, we're just going to throw it to cup. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Well, we know you're throwing it to cup. Still nothing they can. Well, do. You know, I, I'll tell you. So I, I went through this. You know, as, as a you, you were in the press box. You got to do all the games. I listened yep. to you before and after every game. Great job, thank you, you. And, and Kirk. And I listened to you uh, talk about the Rams while you're thinking about the Lakers. Yes. <laughs> Yep, five and, games below five hundred. Yeah, and uh, and I, you know, I think about the the moment when we beat uh, when we advanced to the Super Bowl when we beat San Francisco. And what's weird about it is after we lost that game in Week 18 to San Francisco, I said, you know, I got this gut feeling we're going to see him again. Mm. I got this gut feeling that we're going to be able to redo this game. And sure enough, it came back around. You know, the the Super Bowl involves so much getting there and winning it. Involves a, an amount of, of luck. Thank you. Uh, an amount of luck. Good fortune. Good fortune. And we, we saw that throughout. It requires that to be able to do it. And so I heard people say, yeah, well, I forget the guy's name. He dropped that interception in, in the San Francisco. Jaquasti yep. Tart. Tart, exactly. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, he won't be remembered for a while in San Francisco. Yeah. They won't, they won't remember that. <laughs> or, you know, Miracle Bomb. And how stupid am I at the end of that uh, that new, uh, the uh, uh, game with Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay game. Yeah. I was one of the guys saying, well, just get I to mean, overtime. Just nice, kneel down, just kneel down, thing. just kneel down. They, they, that, I don't think it was point. stupid. I, I'm with you. I think a lot of people are like, just survive they this. They were in complete disarray. Yep. Nothing was settled. Nothing was clean. Everything was – the world was coming to an end. You had a 20-point lead. It's unraveling as quickly as you can yep. run plays. And I think you, me, Slee, we're all thinking just, hey, listen – 
Get this thing to the sideline. Get yourself reorganized. your breath. Hope you win the coin toss and go kick a field goal yes. and see what happens. Yes. That's what I think every – and this is why Sean McVay at the end you, – you remember this as well as anybody. There, it was – I think it was this, the, the uh, Miami game last year. Yes. When they lost to the Dolphins. And Sean McVay had that – our quarterback has to be. It was the first time he publicly said something about Jared about, Goff. Like, about Jared we, Goff, We need yeah. to be better here. And then they addressed that problem. That's why they went and did that. Because there's no question, had they been in a different spot, they would have taken. But they said, nope, I got a, the best wide receiver in the league. I got a quarterback I can trust. Yep. I got a quarterback that can make throws. That that throw he made to Cup in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, the no-look thing, they're maybe Patrick Mahomes, yeah. maybe Josh Allen. Like they're, they're the, the list of guys that could have pulled Maybe Jokic. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jokic, Jokic very sure. good passer Jokic for a big man. Sure. Yeah, one of the best big man passers there is. <laughs> then it came down to all of these guys <laughs> doing that thing. I mean, it could have been Daryl Henderson runs it in. It's like, okay, that's cool, we, but yeah. that's not a good enough story. It had to go like this. There's something you said, Mace, and I, I, I actually believe this. I, I do think that loss to the Niners, I know it sounds, okay, we could sit here today because there's a parade going on for the Rams. But I think that loss to the Niners was kind of important, kind of key in the sense that it woke them up in a sense of, hey, we almost have to play flawless football. And even if we don't play flawless, I, I, we kept talking about, the, do you remember in that game where McVay decided, hey, we're going to go three and out. We're, we're going to run, run the ball three, three times. times. Oh, yeah, God. That, that but whole just sequence. use that as All an example. All we needed was one first down one first and the down. game was over. All you need is one first down. Yep. I don't think they played that way in the playoffs. You know what happens? In the playoffs so, when they had those opportunities, they, they went were for aggressive. It. You yeah. know what happens? If they do get that first down, San Francisco's out of the playoffs. They don't beat Green Bay. Correct. You're in the snow having to play a game. Correct, yeah. That everything happened for a reason along the way. Okay. We are just getting started. We're here at the Coliseum. It is Mason. It is Sliwa. It is myself. We've got everything. Once they start loading the buses here in about 50 minutes or so, we'll talk about everything that we're seeing. And then the rally right here at the Coliseum starts at noon. We've got the entire thing for you commercial free. It's the Rams Championship Parade on 710, made possible by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, Morongo Casino Resort and Spa, Dignity Health, Pizza Hut, and Harrah's Resort SoCal, the home of the Super Bowl champion LA Rams, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, special appearances by Steve Mason. He's already out mixing among the people, Slee. Yep. He's going out there to record some things along the way. So Mason's going to come back with us in just a couple of minutes. We are live from the Rams Super Bowl Championship Parade and Rally right here at the L.A. Coliseum. The parade starts at 11 o'clock. They're going to load the buses. They're going to parade through the city. They're going to end up right here on this stage yeah. just to our left, Al. It should be an amazing day. we got the entire thing for you. Commercial free once they get on the stage here. We're going to hear from all the players. I'm sure we'll hear from Sean. McVeigh should be an unbelievable day here. You know, I'm very curious what the rest of your day will be like. I don't think anybody knows where you're going to end up. Nobody knows how many different bars you're going to hit up. <laughs> Nobody knows if you're going to just follow the bus right. when they're, everybody's trying to go about 
their rest of their day with their families, you'll probably be following the bus. I'm, that's what I'm most interested to hear about tomorrow. It depends on whether Matthew Stafford and I become best friends. Sure. When, we, when we lock eyes across a crowded coliseum yep. and he realizes that I had his back from the day that he was decided to, to come here to Los Angeles, that we're going to have that moment. He's gonna, I'll probably end up at okay. his house, is my guess. 100%. Drinking a little bit of his wine, maybe. 100%. See what's funny? <clears throat> the Stafford portion of this, we were talking to Mace about it. I think the if you really, really look at the season Matthew Stafford had, yeah, all right, doesn't it seem like everyone just every single week was waiting to say, yep, that wasn't the wrong move. <laughs> You're 100% right. Wait, wait, wait. You gave up how many picks for it? It's every interception. Forget a game-to-game basis. He'd have a bad half. or he'd have, and, and listen, I'm, 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 I'm uh, guilty of this as well. And it's not questioning whether they should have traded – and get rid of Jared Goff or any of that stuff. But it was, is Stafford the right guy? Is this dude going to come in, and is he going to perform under the biggest stage? And it didn't matter if you got to the playoffs. It didn't matter if you got to the second round. It didn't matter. You either won a Super Bowl or you didn't. And I I find that interesting because he was such a polarizing name all season. Hey, Stafford, another pick. You know what? The guy hasn't won anything in Detroit. Even going into the playoffs, it was like, well, it's all going to go whether Matthew Stafford plays well or not. Literally, if he plays well, they'll win. If they don't, they won't. Mike Martz, remember? <laughs> we had Martz on for a yes. second. And Mar- Martz, it's all on his back. <laughs> yeah, well, here's what happened. To your point, they kept changing it, right? When, when, the feel, when the deal first goes down, the initial response is, uh, you know he's never won a playoff game. You know yep. that he's done, he was there for 12 years. He gave years up how many picks? How many this, picks, right? Yep. So then he comes in, and through the first eight weeks, he just lights the league on fire. And it was, yeah, that's fine, but, uh, you know, he hasn't won a playoff game. 0-3, oh, let's well, see what who he does beat? in the playoffs. That one, too. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into the next thing, which is when he had November, right? When nothing worked in November... And these three, he's had eight turnovers in three games. It's see, see, there it is, right there. We he wasn't helping you. himself in November. No, he yeah. wasn't. But yeah. they, to your point, they yep. immediately jumped on him. Then the playoffs start, and it's yeah, but he's never okay. Okay, you won. Arizona wasn't any good. Let's see what you do against Tom Brady. He goes and he beats Tom Brady. Yeah, but okay, that's that's all. Uh, 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 all of this stuff, and then it just they keep moving it on him. His wife put up a, a tweet the other about day the Hall of Fame. about it, the Hall, that now the conversation is, well, is he a Hall of Famer? How about you just give him half a second yeah. to enjoy what happened three days ago? How about that? Well, first, I, I think I, I think th- this is what I think makes the conversation fascinating to me because you're right. They kept moving the, well, you did this, but, well, you did this, but. And, oh, by the way, that kind of started, like you mentioned, the Hall of Fame talk. Yep. Yeah, but your resume isn't for the... Right. The dude was as clutch... In the biggest moments you could possibly have. And I say that because if Tom Brady does what he did in this playoff run, it's Tom Brady. Um, if Aaron Rodgers does, is Patrick Mahomes it. Matt Stafford did things that many quarterbacks in the league to come back in three straight games and to deliver in those clutch moments, you're right. Take a deep breath. Just take a quick step back. Forget about what happens in the Hall of Fame. Forget about what happened in the past. Forget about what happens in the future. Tip your cap to this man because Absolutely. he did not look like the moment was too big for it. He was ready not for it. Quite the opposite. He looked like he was made for it. Yeah. He looked like he had been waiting his whole life to get an opportunity to play in a game like this. That you know, I said this the other day, Al, and I mean this sincerely. He's never going to say what I'm about to say, but I guarantee you, it's somewhere in his brain, in his deepest thoughts, and the most uh, the the most base level that of all of our egos. We all have egos, right? Every last one of us. I guarantee you he's thinking, I told you it wasn't me. I've been tagged. I knew it wasn't me. That if you just gave me 
a decent coach. You give me a decent functioning organization where players can do the things that they're supposed to do. Yeah. Don't turn over the coach every year. Don't turn over the general manager every year. Don't draft a wide receiver 48 years in a row. Just function normally, and I can take care of this. He's one for one. He finally got in a situation that works, and he punched his ticket on the very first try because that doesn't happen. I, I want to say three times has somebody gone to a team and in their first year won the Super Bowl. It was Brady last year. Yep. It was Stafford this year. And believe it or not, it was Trent Dilfer with the Ravens a handful oh, well. of years ago. It's only happened three times. It usually takes a little bit of acclimation. It takes a little bit of familiarity with your players. He punched his ticket on the very first try. Of course he's thinking, I told you it wasn't me. It's them. That team stinks. That organization stinks. I wasn't the problem, and I knew it all along, and he played like it. All I heard is Trent Dilfer's Hall of Famer. <laughs> um, okay, so th- this is this is the thing that I, I, I take away. Everything that you just said. I actually don't – Stafford doesn't seem like someone to me that is sitting back and thinking in his head, I told you it's their fault. I don't even. I don't feel like the guy is pointing the finger anywhere. I think he looked at the Lions organization. He looked at his years there and said, "Is what it is. I can only control I what I can I can't control." Win here. I can't do this here. In the NBA, you can have LeBron James come to an organization and change things around like that. What you typically can't have in the NFL is one player change the entire organization. Now, I, maybe there's a – if you have a star quarterback, maybe there are kind of exceptions to the rule. But you got to have some structure. you got to have a, a GM that is – understand what's going on. you got to have chemistry built with a head coach and everything else. I, I take this away from Staff, Stafford more than anything else because I was definitely one barking saying that, look, regular season's regular season, Trav. If you lose to Tampa Bay, what did you really accomplish this year? Did you really get any further than you did the year prior or anything like that? Yep. The thing that just stands out to me most, forget his numbers for a quick second. There's 42 seconds left in this game. Can you do something with the ball? Yeah, I can. I'm going to get you and go get a field goal. There's X amount of minutes left in this game. Can you do something? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go get you a touchdown. <laughs> there is, you're down four in the Super Bowl. Everybody is watching. You can't go get a field goal. Right. You can't, you have to get in the end zone. Can you do something? Yeah, I'm going to hit cup and Twice. I'm going to find a way to, Twice. I'm going to score two <laughs> touchdowns in one drive. Yeah. Those are, to me, those are the moments where when you look at the greats or when you look at those, those big time moments, the guys that come through and the guys that don't. He didn't just deliver a W. No. His numbers didn't just say, hey, look at his stats. Those are good stats right there. When the game was on the line, yep. when every, it was money time, it was yep. winning time, give me the ball and I'm going to go get that drive, that's the only thing I remember from, from his playoff run. It's all you need to remember it, 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 because that's what it was. I, I like what you said right there because had every, let, let's just say, and I get it usually doesn't happen like this, but let's say every playoff game was kind of similar to the one that they played against Arizona. Where they're up early, they got yeah. a comfortable lead, and they're never in any trouble. You know what we would be saying? Ah, they just were just so much better than anybody. Stop anybody, it. anybody could have done that. Anybody could have been able to be back there and do that. You know, Jared Goff could have done that if they're scoring. You know, but that's not what it was. The defense is putting the, up the that defense, many Aaron points, Donald's and killing this, guys, yeah. and you got Cup, and you got Beckham, and who couldn't make no, this thing? No, wasn't work? that at all? He won them three straight games. And not just by being out there, but by making plays. All the ones that you've talked about against Tampa, against San Francisco. Niners the final down drive 10. All of it. Bengals down four. Tampa, everything is coming unglued. And by the way, he had nothing to do with any of those turnovers no. against no. Tampa. But everything's coming unglued. And, you know, Mace, something, Mace mentioned something. We were talking about this earlier. 
40 seconds left. Okay, you know what? Probably going to down the ball here. Let's get into overtime. And McVay is like, well, why the hell did I bring this guy? Which is why I always go back to that week 18. It's like, yeah. that's why you brought him, right? Yep. Go win the game. And you, you, you were right. That. I'm glad it worked out the way that it did, but you're right about that. Had you turned him loose, he probably does make that play. He probably does make that throw. And the path is probably a little bit different along the way. All right. Slee and I are out here at the Coliseum getting you ready for the Rams parade, which is going to start here in just a little bit more than a half an hour. Steve Mason is here. He's going to come back and join us in just a little bit as well. It is a celebration Another breakfast day. burrito? <laughs> well, where? Where? Let's I go. Know, I just Let's, oh, by out. the way, I see that there's a, a lot line of food. The yeah, a lot of dishes. spread over there. I may not be back for the next segment. We'll see. We'll see how we do it. It's all coming up next. What happens with Sean McVay? What about a repeat? All of this stuff. It is a Rams championship parade on 710. Made possible by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, Moronga Casino Resort and Spa, Dignity Health, Pizza Hut, and Harrah's Resort SoCal. The home of the Super Bowl champion, L.A. Rams, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I don't want to make you nervous, Slee. What do you got? But uh, that's Caitlin Baker, and her mother's the one that says you're not allowed to come back to SoFi anymore. So you need to be on your best behavior. You need to be such a good relationship. (laughs) How quickly it changed. Just saying that this is the first time that you've been allowed near Rams-related activities since your appearance at SoFi against Tennessee. It took us several months to get back to a place where you're allowed back in the facility. Yeah, it hurts. You know, I, I don't know what else to say. I was uh, at the local Target on uh, Super Bowl. I was uh-huh. across the street from Inglewood, and even Target wouldn't let me in. And Target was like, "There's like a picture of you at the front door. Do not let this man so in." There's he's, another one, Marina Del Rey. Go that way. <laughs> Go that way, buddy. It is really an unbelievable scene here at the Coliseum. People are lining up. People yep. are getting ready to see the team. This will be the end of the line for the championship parade. Everybody's going to go up on stage. We'll have the entire thing for you, commercial free, right here on 710. So make sure that you're listening to it. The parade Al starts in about 29 minutes. They're going to start loading the buses. What would your what What would your deal be you're on top of the bus yeah you are doing what are you shirtless are you spraying the the, the, sha- the, the yeah. crowd with champagne what are we doing um definitely a sweater on <laughs> not not sure it is cool this morning yeah definitely a sweater cable on. knit one of those irish ones um you know what i always like what people do who was it was doing this they're throwing beers out into the crowd well sure just who doesn't like beer, that just a couple hey, right there there's a can right there throw another can out there i was kind of like when they do that right the super bowl it should be like bottles of cristal or dom perignon or something let's better let's hand those big. off let's not let's not <laughs> throw those out uh but something along those lines and all right kinda, you know get in the crowd listen when you have a fan base this is as good as it gets when you have actually a fan base that comes to a parade yeah bro that's that's 
That's they're your invest. That's your people. Yes. It's Wednesday at 1030, and they're lining up drinking whatever they're drinking ready to go. Coffee. That's the uh, that's kind of the, the proper setup for it. Well, and this is how it starts, right? That I know that there's been a ton of talk about the 49ers at the end of the season and then the, the, the team's place in this city relative to the other teams that have been here for, you know, half a century and everything that comes along with it. The fact of the matter is this is how you do this. You throw these events. You win championships. You put up a, a product out on the field that is not only quality, but it's incredibly fun to watch. It's not just that they won a bunch of games, they score a bunch of points. Aaron Donald's terrorizing quarterbacks. It is an incredibly entertaining product. This is how you build a generation of fans. So here, here's the thing. I, I think the the chatter about, you know, where are Rams in Los Angeles? Where are Rams amongst other NFL franchises that have fan bases in L.A.? It's okay to have that conversation, and it's okay to be realistic that it's going to take a second to build. They've been here for a very small handful of years. They were gone for 22 years. So with all that in mind, I think there's, it's okay to have that, hey, they're building towards something. But something that you said, if you open up a brand-new restaurant and you're in a neighborhood where there's other good restaurants, yep. you can only control the quality of your food, your customer service, the Rams didn't they didn't cut any corners since they've been back in Los Angeles. And it's not listen, you're not guaranteed the a Super opposite Bowl. Opposite of that. Trav, just think about this for a second. Even if they didn't win the Super Bowl, the only thing you're asking for, can you please put out the best product possible? Can you at least make it to where you have a chance to be in the mix? Tampa's in the mix, Green Bay's in the mix, Niners were in the mix, Cincinnati was in the mix, Kansas City, Buffalo. It's not easy to win Super Bowls. You were in the mix, you gave yourself a chance, and then your players came through for you. Your coaching staff came through for you. I think the the conversation that is made about fan bases in L.A. and how long it's going to be before they build that fan base – you, you, tell me another direction you can go in the direction that they went in in, in such a short span. No, you just said it a minute ago. The, the idea of cutting a corner, I don't know what the exact opposite of that is, but it's this. It is, I'm going to spare no expense. I'm going to build the grandest football stadium that anybody's ever seen. I'm going to make a decision. Maybe it doesn't work out. We'll cut him. We'll go get another guy. We're going to pay this guy. We'll cut him. We'll go get another guy. And just keep trying to reload that thing over and over and over again, and it ends with this. I mean, it, it is an unbelievable accomplishment along the way. All right, everybody knows this guy. Andrew Siciliano, you see him on NFL Red Zone. Siciliano he is in the, the house. Voice of the Rams during the preseason. How are you, my friend? Long time no see. Happy parade day, guys. What's How going on? That? How about that? Yeah. So let's start right there. You've been a part of this since it all, you know, we, we got this thing started again six years ago. When six years ago, here at the Coliseum, and the Rams are back from St. Louis, the six years that have taken place. <sighs> I, I remember, I was thinking about this Sunday night, sitting with. Kevin Demoff at a restaurant in West L.A. talking about a lot of things about life. And uh, he said, we're going to win Super Bowls, plural. Hmm. And the Rams were not a good team at that point. Nope. They were not a good team. I remember driving home, and I was talking to a family member, and I mentioned that. And just my brother, I'll be honest. And he's like, whatever. (laughs) Not that he doubts Kevin. But it's just like, it seems so far away, right? And then it hit me Sunday. This is it. Like, mm. holy you-know-what. Here's the confetti. This is it. And uh, and fast. In six, six years is an incredibly pretty, pretty quick phenomenal. time. I also was thinking back a lot to 2018 sitting in the stadium in Atlanta. Just, just knowing, you know, the history of that game is they were dominated and the game was ugly and they were embarrassed. 
most of that is true. I, I think embarrassed is too strong because it was a one-score game of the fourth quarter. You know, if Brandon catches that pass, yep. the ball's thrown a little bit e- uh, sooner over the middle on the other deep shot. They win that game. Or at least they take a lead or whatever. I don't remember what the score was. 6-3 to three at that point, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, and how close they were. And I remember leaving the stadium that night going, man, I don't know if they're ever going to get back here. Just because, and you guys know this, from working with this team and working with the Lakers, it is so hard to get here. <laughs> and, and listening to Joe Burrow yesterday, we'll be back. And I do believe he will. But it is so hard to get here, and that's what makes this celebration so meaningful. Andrew Siciliano joining the Travis and Sleeva show. You know, it's funny, Andrew, we, we were just talking about it, and you, you mentioned something right there. The, the part of you just want to be competitive every single year, and you have no idea what the result's going to be. You can only control so much. Things happen in a game. Some stuff went the Rams' way this postseason. Some stuff didn't go their way. Um, when you look at when they walked into the playoffs after that loss against the 49ers, what'd you think? Did you think that they had a legitimate shot of winning the whole thing, or you'd be more surprised if they did win it? No, I, I did still think at that point they had a very legitimate shot. It was a kick in the gut that day. You know, you, you go from dominating this team at the half to, you know, the oh leap, you know, here we go as the second half started to get away. Um, my low point was November. I mean, when, when you go 0 for November, and that doesn't feel like a Super Bowl team. We all talk about, hey, the team that gets hot. Well, you close November, you're heading to Arizona. Omicron hits. That's right. Everyone out before that game in Arizona. A critical game that they needed to make a shot at the division. division. A, a real possibility, considering how the Cardinals had beaten them here the first time. To go in without, I mean, Ryan, it was Higby, Ramsey... Uh, Beckham, right? Odell was out that. Whatever. It was 20 guys. Five starters. Five starters. To go in, I think Havenstein, to go in and win that game the way they did, considering I sat down at the couch. I didn't go to that one. I sat down at the couch going, I I did not have a good feeling. Like, all right, you got one. But then they survived the next one. And the next one, still while juggling COVID. Then I went, you know what? They have a real shot. Andrew Siciliano joining us here on Travis Lee. And Andrew, you've covered this league for a long time, and you've seen teams make bets, and you've seen teams try to improve some areas of weakness along the way. Have you ever seen a team where literally every move they made turned out to be the exact move they needed to make that turned out from the quarterback that they addressed in the offseason to going and getting Odell, Robert Woods drops the seemingly five minutes later. It was five minutes. It, it just was an extraordinary series of events. You need another pass rusher. Okay, we'll go get Von Miller. And he shows up and he's still got plenty of gas left and think that every decision a team makes turns out to be the reason that you end up where we are today. Super teams in the NFL aren't supposed to work. Go back to the 90s and the Niners. They made it work. But in general... Maybe the Cowboys. They don't work. No. And this one worked. And, you know, everyone talked about vindication, Matthew Stafford. It was more than Matthew Stafford. It was all of the pieces. And they found a way to make it work. But I don't think that we give enough credit. We, we, I know you guys do, but spot put enough of a spotlight on the – talk about pressure. The pressure that this organization puts – and it's no secret – on its scouting staff and its coaches to develop all the other guys. Because you could win with three superstars in the NBA or two, 
But you need all the other contributors to hit those corner threes, mm-hmm. right, to get that clutch rebound, to, to, to hit your free throws. And, and that's what this staff has done with Darius Williams, with Terrell Burgess, with Kendall Blanton. Kendall Blanton was cut three times. Kendall Blanton caught five passes against the Bucks. <laughs> no, against the Niners. One pass, uh, touchdown against the Bucks. He's cut three times. Michael Hoyt, Christian Rosebloom. Um, I mean, half the offensive line. Troy Reader's a seventh-round guy. Troy Reader's a seventh. All these. Yeah. Say, Traven Howard, a seventh-round guy with his pick to close that game. Matthew Gay was claimed off the practice squad of the Bears. Now, granted, he was a, you know, what, a fourth-round pick of the Buccaneers. He was a, a, a good kicker coming out of school. But all those other guys, they don't win without those other guys. This is a star-powered town, and this is a star-powered roster. But it is also a working man's town. Far, far, we all know that. It's not what gets the attention, and this is a working man's team as well. Can you help explain how Cooper Cup gets the ball every possession? Because he's and, that good. I mean, unbelievable. He's I, that just, good. The, the, and uh, we, we don't even have to use the game against the Bengals in the Super Bowl, but. Pick your pick. It, it's just, I, I, I find it, and nobody watches more football than you do. When you know he's going to get the ball and he still gets the ball, doesn't Beckham goes out with his injury? Okay, hey, let's pay even more attention over to to Cooper Cup. What do you think of his run and and just individually what he was able to do? He is truly remarkable, and I, I like to say Aaron Donald is inevitable. Cooper Cup is as well. You're you're not going to stop him. Um, now you, you might limit him, but he has. I mean, you guys have heard the story a million times about how they were thrilled when he ran poorly at the Combine in Indianapolis that day because they wanted him to slip, and he slipped to 69. I remember I was banging the table for Zay Jones that year um, in the second round. They traded down, traded down, and then took Cooper at 69. Um, They knew they had something special, and it all goes back, and this is all about relationships, it all goes back to Les Snead from Eufaula, Alabama, going to the Manning passing camp for years. Right, something on his annual list of off-season events, and Peyton Manning. Have you guys heard this story? Peyton Manning would always, when they were picking teams, with all the all the great young quarterbacks were there, high school and college kids. Um, Peyton would always say, "I'm throwing to Cooper Cup." <laughs> he, w- I'm throwing to this so- this skinny sophomore from Eastern Washington. I'm throwing to Cooper Cup because he runs the best routes. Wow. And so they had their eye on him since he was absolutely a nobody. And they were right. They, I'll say they were right. I like that the last drive went from, okay, we're going to run our offense to just throw it to him every time. Yeah. It, it, it worked. I was waiting you know, for that's Stafford not supposed to draw to work a play either. on his chest. Yeah. Like, go yeah. ahead, just go Down by the fire lines. hydrant, by the sycamore tree, wrap around the Buick, <laughs> and I'll hit you when you come out the other side. But that's even the- on that final drive. <laughs> Bryson Hopkins came through. Yeah. I mean, if you had told me two months ago that Bryson Hopkins would catch four passes in the Super Bowl, I would laugh at you. But good for him. I mean, here's a guy that couldn't – they weren't dressing him. I mean, he yeah. basically had a redshirt year and then barely got on the field this year. And then in the Super Bowl, he had one catch all year. And, and when the other guys weren't there – he was, and Kendall Blant was, and then Aaron Donald closed it. Andrew Siciliano, you hear him during the Rams preseason, NFL Network, Red Zone. You guys know who he is. Andrew's good to see you again. Thank you, Great man. to see you both. Appreciate it, bud. You got it as well. It is the Rams championship parade on 710.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Special appearance by Steve Mason. Hey. He is here. He's back. You were out uh, of the records. How is it? How is oh, it out there? People are so pumped. Are uh, they? And you know what? It's it's like the rank and file fans. It's sure. like the I've been a fan since 1972. I've been a fan since 1950. Like it's that crowd. Awesome. And a lot of listeners to the station too. Like that's always a really good feeling when you walk out there and it's like, hey, seven ten, seven ten. I I love the guy. Immediately blurts out, hey Mashansky, hey Mashansky, because he knows my. <laughs> Last name. That's how I know somebody's really, yeah, they've really. Been, a they've been around a long time. If they're going with your government yeah, name, but that is a that is crowd. a fun crowd. It's out a there. real fan base too. You know, it, we we were talking about it. It's a Wednesday at ten thirty or eleven o'clock. You haven't had a parade. You didn't get get a chance to do one for the Dodgers. You didn't get a chance to do one for the Lakers. This is. This is cool. You know, this is so unique just, just based on where we are today. It's terrific. And, it, it, and it's a celebration. So here, here's what I need to know. How, are, are they properly motivated? Are they? Well, are, have they started their festivities? I will tell I mean, you. it's still before noon. I need to know the state of the crowd. There was a certain aroma <laughs> that I am familiar yeah, with. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes. Good. yes. People, are, people are getting there. It's the scent of Los Angeles. It is. is. Yeah. Really it's what the it scent is. of our parking garage <laughs> at uh, L.A. Live. Indeed. It is the – I actually, by the way, in the middle of the uh, the uh, Super Bowl, uh, the halftime show comes on, and I don't think it was just Snoop. <laughs> I think there were other people uh, imbibing in cannabis during that period. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we were talking were about that yesterday. Why did the New York Post make it sound like Snoop has never smoked weed before oh, in I his know. life? I, I was like, you're kidding me, Snoop. Yeah. Snoop smokes weed. I'm shocked. No, the the surprise would have been had been him having a, a vitamin water before he <laughs> exactly. walked on the stage. Would have been the, New York the okay. of what he did. So the the smoking at SoFi probably not as big of a shock. I don't know if John told the story about three weeks ago. It actually, yeah. I mean, it was literally Staples Center, right? Or uh, Crypto.com. Mace, it was literally as somebody was smoking a joint right next to all of us, <laughs> like someone on broadcast row. Decided to smoke. That's how. That's the oh, scent inside God. the of idea of MT <laughs> under yeah, the influence is so funny for me. Pretty so good. funny. Secondhand. He so secondhand on this, what, what time is it right now? It's ten fifty, and yes. this is typically where we would be, kind of in the middle of Ask Sleep. Yes. You have kind of taken this over as your responsibility I as have. the other person on uh, this. It's constantly participating. Do you want to do an in-person one? Yeah, let's do an in-person do? one. Okay, what do you got? So uh, here you go, Sleep. Uh, you are going to sell your soul to the devil for okay. something, okay? You can either be 
the uh, the richest, the smartest, the most handsome, or the most famous person in the world? What do you choose? Okay, so... It's I think I did that right. Rich, Richest, smart, smart, famous, good-looking. Good-looking, right. Okay, famous and good-looking, we'll put those to the side. So now it's coming down <laughs> to richest or the smartest. I think you take the money, and then you hire people from there to help uh, educate you a little bit. Then you don't have to worry about the looks either. I, I mean, you do what you can to get a good trainer and eat well. <laughs> yeah. So I think you can <laughs> right. take care of that. Uh, I think I'll go, get, give me the money, and I'll figure everything out. I'll be smart enough with the money to figure everything else let out. Me, let me turn this on its head a little bit. Have you guys ever seen a really handsome man that looks like he's not having a good time? Correct. <laughs> that, that looks like he's not at the king of this castle, the master of the universe. You told it. You nailed it. If you're good-looking, everything else falls everything into place. Everything else falls into place. <laughs> so you know Bill what? Gates the, the or... The good-looking guy always gets the yeah. job after the interview. <laughs> of always. Of he does. He always gets the girl. He <laughs> yeah. always gets the job. But the richest person will hire, and he'll no, determine whether that person fine. is going to be but there But unless you know who that is, it's a gargoyle sitting at a fancy table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where if you are a handsome man, you walk in and the world just is your oyster. It just opens up in front of you. That is true. That good-looking guys, <laughs> women, they just. Yeah, I they, think I've always contended that good-looking people have just an easier path. In of life. course they do. They, they get the of interview. They, they get the job. Yeah. They yeah. get the girl. They get the guy. They get. Well, I mean, they get. They take your order right away at Starbucks. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Well, I tell the you what, the they don't get it wrong, and man, oh. you're probably gonna get a free one once in a while. It's the classic free pie at the diner. Right? Yeah, they just get you want a piece of pie. They give you. And by the way, smartest doesn't get you anything. No. Smartest doesn't get I mean, I, I bet you there are really smart people wandering the streets somewhere. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You Well, usually, if, if sometimes there's that tipping point. You go a little past that point of, like, you're pretty smart, but now you're the smartest guy. Now you're, like, crippled by your own intellect. Exactly. You can't get anything else done. Bill Gates got it all, huh? Got the looks. <laughs> well, yeah. Few Jeff of them. Bezos got, got wealth. several of them. Yeah. Yeah. We are here at the Coliseum. We are just a few minutes away from them starting to load the buses. Woo, 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 um, woo, 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 woo. Emily just posted something on our screen here. The Cooper Cup is wearing a uh, 824 black Mamba jersey. So he's representing nice. Kobe today. Nice. He's getting on his bus in that. So I'm very excited to see who speaks, who's yep. in what state of mind when they get up there oh, yeah. to speak. There's a lot of things going on today. It's going to happen right on that stage in we front were, of us. We got it all for you. We were guessing yesterday, Mace, who do you think will be the most uh, having up. the best time. Having the best time. Think of the personalities. Jalen Ramsey. Think Ramsey? I Ramsey's think that's a good, a good one. choice. You know who I'm, my bet's on? He went Weddle. Weddle. Weddle, yeah. <laughs> Weddle feels like I got. I don't have to worry about what's coming next. This is all gravy. I'm going to enjoy myself. What a story. He just rolls off the couch and winds up the signal call said he was the playing, Super Bowl. Said he was playing pickup basketball to yeah, stay in Driving shape. his kids to school. And he got, by the way, that is – we haven't talked about it nearly enough. He got hurt in the first quarter. He yeah. was on the field with pack, DeMarco. Pack muscle, right? He tore his peck in the first quarter. You probably saw it. Mason Slee saw it on TV. He makes a hit, and he gets up, and he's kind of that Winces, thing where yep. – I thought he broke his collarbone. Yeah. You know when you see people break their collarbone, they kind of hold their yes. arm, and they move really slowly. And gin- He was moving. I'm like, well, he's gone. Yeah. Like, you you just – you don't get – that. that is that perfect body language of this isn't coming. He played the rest of the game with the yeah, torn Yeah, just back. went for Insane. it. Insane. Just went for it. Well, I mean, we had McVay on last week, and he said, just not – not a normal person. Eric Weddle Who, is just McVay not or Weddle? A, well, <laughs> yeah. ne- neither is especially normal. Uh, the, one's a genius and the other one is Eric Weddle. Uh, but uh, Eric, Eric Weddle uh, just rolls off the couch and does what I mean, just amazing. Do you guys, any, any you know, all these, some of these reports about McVay, do you guys worry about that? Do you think he actually would consider saying, you know what, this is uh, 
This has Guys. been an amazing. I'm 36 years old. It might be time to hang it up. I mean, do, do you think any of that's probably realistic? I, or no? I, I don't give it. I, I'm sure he's tired. I'm sure he wants to catch up on his sleep and his normal life yep. and all those things. But the way that dude's wired doesn't transfer to too many things that isn't this. Right. That, that isn't NFL football leading 50, 100, 200 people into battle, you know, 20 times a year. And the hype that comes with it, the attention to detail. The, it, he, if you let, the rumor that's out there is Monday Night Football, right? Right, that, right? That's the one that's out there. He would get bored by that in one 100%. second. This 100%. Is, wait, I'm going to talk about one game a week, and, yeah. and I don't get to make any of the decisions? He, he thrives on the juice. And, and, you know, the other thing about it is I, I, I have a feeling that he will walk away from coaching at a younger age than the average. He's not going to be Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do this till he's 70 years old. But I do think that his contract is up after this coming season, and I believe this is all a play. He should be the highest-paid coach in the NFL. I'm guessing that he will be, and a lot of this we'll see is really just we'll see what they pay me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm sleeping soundly at night I, knowing Stan's who's in got charge a, of the He's Rams. got a couple 30, of boxes. He's okay. Second Six. richest guy in his own family. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. this guy coaches for 10 more years, he's still 46 freaking years old. And who knows how many more of these we're going to do in the next 10 years if yeah. they keep doing what they did in the first six. It is the Rams Championship Parade on 710.